We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. We are live. Welcome to the RG DFS Tournament Takes Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Kirkwood. Screen name Kirk Dees here with my esteemed colleague slash co-host uh, slash head honcho over at Occupy Fantasy, uh, Brian Jester, screen name Court Jesters. We are back for week 15 COVID edition. Uh, we Once again, we are presented by Yahoo, but uh, crazy week, right, Brian? What's going on? Man, you're telling me it's uh we've been uh every single minute it seemed like there was a new update on friday so we pushed the show back to saturday morning just so we have all the the information and honestly it probably gave you an extra day to, to recover from vegas how was it uh vegas was amazing i wish i was back there i already want to plan my next trip so it was nuts um so i, I met up with friends out there um went to like so i had i used the yahoo the the yahoo trip that i won um which they have been uh, doing all season long, um, or at least uh, for a while there, um, were a 5K trip to spend. So I had to like spend 5K in a weekend at like MGM. There's one place you can do it. <laughs> at MGM. Well, you couldn't you do the gift shop. You could. It wasn't good for like it had restrictions. So it had to basically be like clubs, drinks, food, beverage, um, gotcha. the room. But I got my room free anyway. So. I didn't right. have to spend it on room. So I basically just had five grand to spend in restaurants and, and bars. So I took everyone out for, for dinner. So I was eating Wagyu, uh, A5 Wagyu hey, there we go. Um, uh, all weekend long. Um, tried some things that I normally wouldn't have tried and almost puked one time. From <laughs> Are you a big sushi guy at all? Uh, yeah, I eat, yeah, I eat sushi from time to time for sure. Do you, you ever eat uni? I've never had uni, no. It's disgusting. Um, so I guess there's like it's like the it's like the it's the greatest for like people who who love it, and uh, it's very polarizing. The people and then 
other people hate it. I took one bite and I didn't even know it. It was in like a hand roll. Yeah, Once yeah. I got to the middle, I just I started gagging and I had to beeline to the to the bathroom, which I didn't throw up, but like I thought I was going to. Um, Ring an endorsement there for me. Yeah, oh man, it was nasty. But the trip was awesome. I got UFC tickets. That was crazy. I won money in UFC. However, um, if Amanda Nunes just wins the fight, I win an extra 30K um, on DraftKings. And so that was kind of tilting. I mean, it was my girl was a huge uh, is a huge Nunes fan. Like, you know, she's been watching every week uh, since COVID. You know, she's had to watch UFC. So she's kind of become somewhat of a fan. And right. her favorite fighter was uh, Nunes. And um, she 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 cried. She shed a tear when uh, uh, when she lost. So and I, I was like, there's no 30 yeah, I, I, I should have, but I was just like, there's no crying in UFC, you know, like there's no crying in baseball. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But uh, I mean, it was great. It was an awesome trip. So That's I'm awesome. back trying to clear my head. Uh, and then all this NBA is driving me absolutely bananas. And now NFL is driving bananas. And then like COVID, it's like everywhere too. Like we're, we're you know, I'm come home now. It's like hitting like a bunch of like close friends and family and stuff yep. here. So it's like sweeping the nation completely. So it's like we're back to where we started. Um, anyways, so we are down to nine games with uh, the Seahawks, Rams, uh, Washington, Philly. Uh being moved so we got nine games um i was kind of big gonna be big on the seahawks rams uh so that was a little bit disappointing but we'll make do with what we have um the, the thing that sticks out to me this week is that it's all about low totals right like we don't have a 50 point total period there is none we have the highest total is um the cardinals who are favored over the lions pretty heftily at 12 and a half point favorites Last time I checked, uh, and a 47 and a half point total, um, right below that, the Falcons at the 49ers who are big favorites, uh, 49ers minus nine and a half. Last time I checked 46 and a half point total. Um, then it gets down to Dallas, uh, 10 and a half point favorites over the giants, um, 44 and a half point total. And then Carolina at Buffalo, Buffalo's 12 point total. 44 and I mean, 12 point favorites, 44 and a half point total. So basically we've got some, some big favorites with somewhat high totals relatively for this slate. And uh, a lot of these games look pretty gross and we've got COVID popping out everywhere. Who knows if we'll get more uh, by tomorrow. Um, we both were kind of shocked. We didn't hear any, any news kind of break overnight or this morning. Um, so uh, we'll see what happens, but yeah, that's that's how it shakes out to me. What what sticks out to you right off the bat? You know, it honestly might be one of the grossest NFL slates in the history of DFS. <laughs> like, it's not even a joke. Like, it's really yeah. Let's just bad. call a spade a spade here, right? right? It's so bad, yeah. right? No, no really good plays. Legitimately zero good game environments. All the high team totals are just massive favorites. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, and again, things could change by by tomorrow morning. So. Um, however, as gross as it is, I think that, you know, every other week we have all these projections, heavy lineups winning, and, uh, maybe this is the week that we have a big, a big spike week in tournaments with so much uncertainty and, and so much grossness out there. Yeah, I think that's for sure that, um, you know, maybe, maybe time to get a little bit, get a little bit weird this weekend. Um, also one thing I'm thinking is maybe the, 
the general consensus is like people are are have been fed up with all the news throughout the week and aren't just aren't going to play as much yep. much this week. So maybe we'll get more overlay. So once again, the the million dollar baller is up for Yahoo 200k overlay again. Um, so they are literally losing 25% on this tournament. Um, and I'm thinking maybe this, you know, there's this overlays because I think there's going to be less, less people playing this, this weekend, but, um, I'll be in there for sure. I was in there for, that was the only thing I did while I was in Vegas. I pre-registered that contest and I woke up and made some lineups, um, as I vomited, uh, from the uni, but, uh, (laughs) And we did all right. We profited. Uh, how, how did last week go for you at all? Uh, I had some sweats on FanDuel and DraftKings. Um, nothing great on Yahoo. Pretty pretty usual week. All right. Well, let's let's. God, I want to let's get a million dollar baller sweat this weekend. I mean, yes. it's about time, right? Um, all right. So let's uh, do what we usually do. We, we uh, start at quarterback. We list our top values, our main plays, uh, maybe a lot of overlap in between. We move over to, to wide receiver, then back to running back, then to tight end. Talk about a couple of stacks and call it a day. Um, I did did nail my uh, rust to locket, at least the locket part of the rust to locket stack last week. That was a pretty pivotal, pivotal piece uh, last week to uh, – for high finishes in the contest. So we're on two weeks where we both loved Kittle, who was a slate breaker, and we liked Lockett, who was a slate breaker. So we need some more slate breakers this weekend. It's going to be tough to do, but let's find it. So right off the bat, quarterback, I guess um, what I wrote down, I I get. so I'll start from the lowest price. I didn't like any of the no. – I'll just be honest. I didn't like any of the value, right? Like So like the no, real value, the, the lowest value I liked was uh, – um, $28 for uh, Tua. So, um, I mean, and again, uh, this is, this is testing my, as you said in the tweet, so chop. <laughs> so I, I would play uh head chopper against the jets. So chop was like, right. When you uh, tweeted that, he said, what, what's going on? He, Kirk, get your boy. He goes, what's going on here? They're, they're, you're soiling, you're soiling my name. And, uh, it's a good, it was a good thing. Unless, unless he, he took it as uh he's not very athletic and, uh, <laughs> He, he was just joking around, um, but uh, he, he noticed. So that was funny. I liked the tweet. That was a good, good job. Um, so anyway, so two is against the Jets. The thing with the Jets is you can do it via the pass or the run. They are 32nd in uh, DVOA versus the pass, 31st versus the run. Uh, whatever offers the path of least, least resistance for your team is usually going to go pretty well. But um, so I think Tua has a nice floor here. I don't know what his ceiling is unless this game kind of breaks out, but uh, I could get behind it. You also have the situation where Waddle's out. It makes for a cheap pairing with uh, Devontae Parker, who is going to be the de facto uh, number one. You also, you have uh, Mike uh, Gusecki, um in there too. So you do have options. And we also have um, uh, for the running backs, we have Gaskin that we're going to be interested in as well. But he's kind of the, the first guy from the lowest price. And then I, I just went up from there. Um, and now it's just like I could play Dak versus the Giants. I don't feel great about it. Um, you know, it's it's easier. This would make – it's easier to run on the Giants. I mean, everyone runs on the Giants. Um, I also worry about how how great this game is in general, um, especially with Glennon at the helm of the Giants. Um, also with Zeke, who's just – 
awful, and I, I don't know why they, they continue to use him. But Pollard's back, right? So I, I you know, um, and they, he does have all of his weapons now. The problem is, is none of them are screaming value because um, they're all kind of priced high to the pairings. But if you nail the right one, uh, I think that could be pretty good. Um, then from there, there's Josh Allen, who's going to be the mega, mega, mega chalk. Um, he's thirty-four bucks, hundred and nine yards rushing. Um, plus a TD last week, um, you know, just that last week just kind of shows the kind of ceiling that Josh Allen has. Um, the, the matchup isn't the greatest against Carolina. You can run on them. It would, that should help him being able to run personally, but basically it just comes down to that when they scored touchdowns, Josh Allen is usually the reason one way or another, whether it's uh, via his own legs or via the pass that they like to just keep pumping out. Also, you got uh, an emerging cheap uh, Gabriel Davis pairing because uh, Emmanuel Sanders is out. And then, of course, you always got Diggs. You always got Dawson Knox. So um, that he's going to be the chalk. Kyler, I mean, it's this is iffy. So 40 bucks for Kyler. I like Kyler. Uh, he's averaged 60 rushing yards a game since he's come back from injury. Um, it's a great matchup against the Lions. It's just, will this game be competitive, right? Will there be the back and forth? I think it's possible. Um, so I'm definitely interested there, but that, that's kind of all I like. And I'm hoping you got some more to like add on here or uh, <laughs> are we on the same page? It's not a ton to like, dude. So, so I, yeah. I agree with you. I think Tua is the cheapest I would go at quarterback, twenty-eight dollars. The other, like the other values, are just a low ceiling place. Teddy Bridgewater, Trevor Lawrence, uh, Huntley starting for uh, Lamar Jackson in Baltimore, more than likely. And then, you, like you said, you have the main place. So Josh Allen's underpriced. For some reason, he's down to thirty-four dollars this week when he's been higher than that pretty much every other week in the season. Uh, so I agree with you. I think he's he's uh, he's the play that everyone's going to gravitate towards. As far as Dak goes, I'm I'm off of him this week as well, despite what the team total is saying. Uh, obviously, he hasn't been playing that well. Uh, two, Tyron Smith is out, and we, we've seen what happens to that offense when Tyron Smith is out. Yes, the Giants don't rush the passer. They're, they're one of the worst pressure rate teams in the league, but still, losing your left tackle, someone as important as Tyron Smith, I think, you know, if you're looking for tiebreakers, that would go against Dak for me. Uh, I like Kyler as well. I like Aaron Rodgers a lot, too, against Baltimore. Uh, with uh, Calais Campbell is out, their play caller, uh, Chuck Clark, is out. So a lot of missing pieces due to COVID and injuries for the Baltimore defense. So I really like Aaron Rodgers. And I think if you're getting you're getting tricky in, in tournaments, the baller maybe. I, I like Jimmy G a lot too. If they choose to run versus I – mean, if they choose to pass versus run with Jeff Wilson in the backfield, as, they, as we've seen the last couple of weeks, you can pair him with Kittle, pair him with Debo, pair him with Ayuk. I like Jimmy G as a, a cheap tournament pairing as well. Uh, let me raise you one, one more. Um, All right, Big Ben. Um, I'm on him too. I'm on him too. Yeah. Okay. He's like I, I I didn't write him down per se, but I definitely like dug into him a little and also watched him last week. Um, Twenty seven dollars um, playing the Titans at home. He looked pretty good against minnesota um you know at least slinging the ball he uh had 40 pass attempts which is back to the big ben ways you know i mean there was a game he had 58 pass attempts this season against the Bengals. um now he only completed 38 of them but uh at least it shows some kind of upside there uh deontay johnson looks like a pretty good play claypool is uh it's fine um so ben is somebody i'm giving some thought to i will probably include him in my pool 
and glad to hear that you're on board. I'll just say real quick, the, the Steelers have one of the highest team total incre increases throughout the week of any other team on the slate. So, uh, again, we're looking for gross quarterbacks to play. I'll take the guy that the betting markets are, are pumping up a little bit. Yep. Um, yeah, I just worry about this uh, Joe Burrow-Denver game. I'm maybe, I mean, Burrow, I can always play a little bit. but um, And, you know, I'm, I'm actually, if, if I was going to dumpster dive, uh, Trevor Lawrence would probably be my guy. And there's no reason the rhyme yeah. or reason it's really just er that the, the narrative behind the, the Jags getting rid of Ur Urban Meyer, which has to be a relief for like half the team. And Trevor Lawrence has spoken about that and basically said in so many words that, you know, they can focus now and stuff like that. So um, I think he uh, is totally on board here with uh, the firing and maybe they come out with a little extra fire. We're going to see the only problem is there is, you know, the big narrative around James Robinson. And it does make sense that they use James Robinson a ton, but it is a match with the Texans. So um, this game could be very competitive um, Two kind of bad teams going back and forth. Um, so uh, 22 bucks, I could see, see it happening. Plus uh, uh, Marvin, uh, Marvin Jones got into it with Irvin Meyer and, you know, so maybe, maybe he has a big FU game this week. Um, so this is strictly narrative based, but that's it. Uh, I, I don't think we need to waste any time on any more guys. Do you? Nope. Let's do it. All right. All right. Let's move it on over to wide receiver. A couple of nice value options this week that at least pretty good on paper. My, the, my favorite of the bunch would be Devonte Parker at $17 versus the jets. Um, you know, if Chop was wide receiver eligible, I would definitely line him up in this matchup. Um, they are third. Jets are thirty second DVOA versus the pass. Waddles out, right? Yep. So um, clear number one. Nice red zone target uh, for Tua. Um, I do like Gaskin as well, but uh, Parker at seventeen bucks looks pretty tasty. DJ Moore is cheap if you're going to want to run back in this. This Bills game, he's more of a main lineup play. I think he's going to be over-owned for what he really is. I mean, he's cheap, but um, he is banged up a little bit. Um, also, you know, with a hamstring, which is worrisome, but should be able to, to play. He has had a nice target share over the last couple of weeks, even with what, you know, they haven't done much with the with Cam or, uh, God, I'm having a – PJ Walker. Yes. Thank you. Uh, XFL PJ. Um, anyways. Uh, so the quarterback situation is dicey. He has not produced, but uh, the, the, the targets are there, right? So uh, 10 targets the last two weeks uh, had a hundred yard re receiving game against Miami two weeks ago has not uh, gotten pay dirt yet. So, um, you know, one touchdown and things look a lot different in any of the last three weeks, kind of a nice floor where it's been 11, 12, 13 fantasy points, you know, just one touchdown and you're, you're looking at 16, 17 fantasy points with uh, room for more potentially, um, you know, and, and the bills just, their defense has not been great when you, especially with the loss of Tredavious white. So there, there's opportunity there. Gabriel Davis is the cheap guy that's going to get a lot of steam because he's going to be real popular over on DraftKings um, this week, but he has kind of emerged, right? Like we've, we've seen it in these, these showdown slates so far, you know, Gabriel Davis has scored a touchdown in each of these last two games, back-to-back -back games, uh, eight targets last week, Emmanuel Sanders is out. So um, it looks like uh, on the upswing for him, uh, another guy I like, um, I like the name. 
it, it uh, says something like Christian Kirk, 16 against the Lions. Um, I mean, Hopkins is out. So it's, it's do you want to believe in A.J. Green um, or do you want to believe in Christian Kirk? Or do you want to believe in Rondell Moore? I have to, you know, Kirk is that deep threat. Um, looked really good uh, against the Rams. Didn't get a touchdown, but had a couple of deep passes for 86 yards, six targets. So um, I think there's upside there for sure against the Lions, depending on how that game breaks. And uh, James Conner is a little banged up too as well, right? Yep. Yep. Well, um, I mean, just so many guys in that range this week, right? Like there's yep. so many 14 to 18 dollar wide receivers and uh i mean you hit on on most of them do you have any more that you want to touch on on value no no that those are those are my four i wrote down okay yeah so the, the arizona guys gabe davis dj moore because uh, dj moore is down to 15 dollars now which is crazy um i like brandon cooks as well against the jags you mentioned the jags receivers too marvin jones is 14 dollars um if you if you like Aaron Rodgers and you should this week, and whether you pair him up with Devontae Adams is probably the main play that we're going to look at at wide receiver. If we pay up, you can also play Marquez Valdez Scaling, assuming he suits up. He he's questionable with a back injury, but he did practice all week. But if they're missing their signal caller and their their deep free safety, the deep guy Valdez Scaling is going to be a good play as well. So, you know, to me, Chris, it's it's Parker, those other guys, um, the Arizona guys, DJ Moore, probably two of those guys plus Adams in your main lineup. Is that what you're thinking? Um, I are you thinking all thinking, three? No, I'm I'm thinking like there's gonna be like you don't even have to go really low. I think you can. I think like you can start it out with like Devonte Parker as your lowest guy, but you know, so he's gonna be someone I want. So maybe two of them, like two in this range. But uh, if you know, it does make sense to pair Gabriel Davis with Allen as well. I'm I'm just not sure. I think he, there's a little bit more hype than. Uh, than there should be like, I, I don't want to get stuck with a busting Gabriel Davis chalk though, but um, right. Um, yeah. I think two of those guys and one of the, the big guys, or like maybe it, it's somewhere in that range, you know, it that's going to be a common bill like Kirk Parker, Devonte Adams, or you could go like Devonte Parker, Deontay Johnson, Devonte Adams, you know, like there's their high range. You could go Debo Samuel, you know, these are so, Let's uh yeah so let's let's talk about some of the higher plays that you were alluding to so you like Adams right like and then uh, obviously Diggs right has to be in consideration on a, on a week where uh, Allen is is going to be played so much um, Debo I'm, I, so I guess like Debo can obviously bounce back right but but he's basically just turned into like their running back too and that's it because his target shares he's got one one or two targets of each of the last three games. Uh, can he keep busting 20 yard touchdown runs? Obviously he's super talented. So maybe, but you know, the, the usage in the passing game is kind of concerning to me. And again, that can always bounce back against Atlanta. But I mean, if we're going to pay that price tag, I, I would like to see more than more than two targets a game. I hear you. But the, so the thing, and, and yeah, the price tag is the, the thing at 34 bucks. And so then you can look at Ayuk for 17, right? Like, and, and feel a little bit more comfortable, but you know, the thing that I keep thinking about is like, what if like these, if we go back to like it was against the Rams in week uh, in week 10, where he busted off, uh, he, st- he had five rushing attempts and five targets for 97 yards. You know, what if like he goes off on both of these games, you know, both of these sides, yeah. he gets a, a rushing touchdown or two and has a decent receiving game. Then it's uh, you're certainly going to want him. I know that's a, a lot of wishful thinking and Kittle is certainly 
looks like the the man here. Like it's if Kittle gets gets uh, usage, he he smashes. It's like it's there's there's no one to stop him. It's just whether they use him to block or they uh, let the guy go. So uh, certainly they've needed him and they've used him and he's he's come on. So I think it's tough. Like but those are the three main plays. But you know, so to me, it's exposure to each of them probably makes sense. Uh, Ayuk, Debo, and uh, and Kittle. Exactly. Um, and again, like I said, like I said in the quarterback section, if we like all three of those guys, I think Jimmy G, you know, can easily get us there in tournaments if one of those one or two of those guys go off. And then we haven't talked about the running back plays either yet. So yep. it's funny. It's like we're gonna like we're gonna like all the same teams all the plays, and we're not gonna <laughs> want to play them all together. So it's gonna it's, yep. um but uh anyone else you got you think in here on, on the higher or middle range or um, the other guys we haven't mentioned, those Dallas receivers you mentioned, no one's going to play them because they are appropriately priced, and we have all these other values at other price uh, points at the receiver position. Julio, maybe, if they if they get an uptick in his snap count. He played a decent amount in the first half, and then it was a, a blowout game, and he didn't play as much in the second half. He's still the only receiver that they have. And then, uh, I mean, we always have to talk about Jamar Chase just because of his, his touchdown ability. And again, he's, 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 he's so he's, good. He's ridiculous. And like, even with the drops, he's just ridiculous. Yeah. No one's going to play him at 29 bucks when you have digs at the same price. So I think, you know, baller pivots definitely look the chase. Yeah. CD lamb looks pretty good to me at 26 bucks. It's just that, you know, and then you gotta, I mean, it's, it's pick your poison. I mean, I have no way to tell you whether it's going to be lamb or Amari Cooper or if Gallup's going to come out of the woodworks, but um, some exposure uh, certainly makes sense there. Um, yeah, there's not a lot else I like. I mean, I we I've mentioned Deontay Johnson. Um, you know, he he would be my Big Ben pairing. You said Julio um, makes for a, a bring back in that game. I think that's the that's the game I'm going to try to get a little bit more heavy on. Um, all right, yeah, I got no one else. Yeah, let's let's go to running back and talk about these super awesome, amazing, great plays. Yeah, we do have some good, decent plays though. Um, well, uh, depends on. I mean, Saquon at sixteen bucks. That's that's a that's a decision point this week for GPPs. I could see right. him busting right, or like just being average and not getting you there, and being an underweight stance really helping you out. But there's just not a ton. He obviously had the talent is there with him. He's off the injury report, has no tag this week for for his ankle. Um, you know, did get 16 carries last week, is obviously involved in the passing game. You know, three targets, which is kind of low for him, had nine targets the week before. Um, and uh, Dallas isn't a team that, that Glenn and I doubt is going to be passing on with much success. It's the, they give up a lot of the run. They're, uh, uh, ranked 19th in DVOA versus the run first against the pass. So it just makes sense to feed and to get some uh, screens going to Barkley. So Barkley seems like a, a really solid play here. Um, James Robinson, that's my boy. I always like him. So um, now he's going to be chalk. And a lot of it is narrative based, but really it's because Carlos Hyde is out and it's versus the Texans. Texans are 28th in DVOA versus the run. Um, you know, that they, they've, They've already been talking about that he's going to get a full starters workload now. Um, we'll see what that is, but this could be just, you know, James Robinson from all angles in this game and him stepping up and having a monster game. And if he gets in the end zone uh, one or two times, then he is going to absolutely smash. Najee Harris is in play, right? Um, 
Miles Gaskin at 21 versus the Jets. Uh, you have to like him. He had 23 carries last time they played the Jets. Uh, did get in the end zone with a passing touchdown. Um, the, the Jets are just bad against the pass and the run. And then uh, you can start it off and tell me whether you like uh, Jeff Wilson or not at 17 bucks. Nah, man, he's dust. I'm out. I'm out on Jeff Wilson. <laughs> this is the this is the week he'll he'll bounce back. But uh, I mean, so here's the thing: they they keep using Debo in the backfield. They're using use check on passing downs. Like you really need Wilson. It, it, he has to score a touchdown for you to get there. So, um, I, I mean, I guess he's in play as a ten point favorite, right? But I, I think I would just prefer to play the passing game there. All the guys you mentioned are are much better plays. And so J Rob, Najee Harris, Gaskin, Barkley for sure. Um. And then you, you have some other guys in that range, but I don't know. Are, are you on Jeff Wilson this week? I don't think so. I think, I mean, it's just tough. So it's like, this may be the week that he, he, he gets it done. Right. But you just look at the, he's had this opportunity since week 10, right? 10, 11, 12, uh, and the buy, and then week 14, um, you know, he's had 10 carries, 19 carries, 13 carries, you know, what the most fantasy points he scored is six, 6.3 fantasy points because of 50 yards against the Jazz uh, Jags. He got one target. And he just doesn't get any targets, right? Um, and uh, so it's tough, right? It's like, it's like, it's like okay, can I – you have to like him a little bit or at least consider him because, you know, the – you're getting you're getting a, the, a game that you like the game about you're getting a, a team that loves to run the ball right and the 49ers that's their identity they're a nice size favorite home favorite against an awful defense that's bad against the run and that's the falcons so it makes perfect sense to play him right like and i i think i did jam him in uh a couple of weeks ago uh and i spent i did against the jags uh i remember um but uh you're right. I mean, they're using deep. It's just clear. Like they're using Debo. And so Debo is like going to get those, those high equity, or at least going to vulture off a lot of those high equity touches in the red zone. Right. Um, and they have, they have weapons from every angle. So he's going to be kind of lost in the shovel. Now it wouldn't surprise me if he goes off and, and you ended up needing him and you know, he, they get, you know, they get down to around uh, first and goal from the three and he just, jams it in a couple of times and you know, that's, that's part of the range of outcomes, but um, I think you're right. And I'm probably going to have to stay, stay pretty low on my uh, ownership in the baller with him. Yeah. I think that, I mean, if, if he beats us, he beats us. I mean, I'd rather play AJ Dillon, who's a dollar cheaper against Baltimore, who's missing all those guys on defense. Um, I'd rather play probably Michael Carter, who Robert Salas says is going to return and have a big workload this week. I even like Devonta Freeman at $18 because Green Bay is missing Kenny Clark. And if they go to a more run heavy game plan with uh, Huntley under center. Um, plus, I mean, like you said, you just pay a couple more dollars and get James Robinson or Miles Gaskin. So I don't know. Uh, I even like Dante Foreman better. Foreman too. Uh, yeah. Uh, I yeah. wish they would just give him the ball because he looks pretty good when he's gotten it. I wish they would stop this three headed mess, but yeah, give him the ball and, and give him the goal line work 18 bucks. He could, he could get there. All these guys could easily outscore Jeff Wilson. So I'm, I don't think he's somebody that we have to really look to too hard. Yep. Uh, I had, uh, I had some interesting Devonte Freeman too. Um, that game could be okay. I guess we'll, we'll see what happens. So yeah, that's that. Let's move it on over to tight end, unless you got any other uh, diamonds in the rough. Uh, oh, I'll Joe, just say Joe Mixon, right? Like that's yeah. the guy that I don't think he'll be played that heavily. He's but... going to get no no ownership. He's thirty one dollars, right? He's had two two busting weeks in a row. 
But I mean, um, this was a guy scoring the, multi touchdowns like every game before that, right? So and you know, and the volume up. and the volume was there. Like he had 19, 18 attempts in the, the last two weeks, and uh, in losses, this is a game that they um, could easily win. And so, uh, yeah, I, I, I think he, you got it. You got to like that for GPPs. It's it's nice. It's like he's overpriced, and like that's that's yeah that that makes him a better play this week. Exactly. Um, um, all right, uh, tight end. Who cares? Call it a show. Yeah. <laughs> um, Kitt- I mean, God, yeah. Kittle, 33 bucks. And is probably going to be the most chalky of the bunch. <laughs> um, kind of crazy. Uh, I think there's a lot of merit into playing Debo and Ayuk this week and loading up. And maybe the Kittle takes a back seat in this one at $33. Because if he has like under 10 fantasy points in this one and you're, you're paying 33 bucks from the tight end position, you're, that's, right. that's going to bust. It's going to kill your lineups this week. Um, I do like Gasecki. Uh, I just, I always like Gasecki. That's a problem of mine, but like the opportunity should be there. He hasn't done anything in the second half of the season, right? Like but first half he was, he was up there doing, doing work, but like Waddle's out now. Um, he's going to be a trusted wide receiver, him and him and Parker. So I like that. Uh, Kyle Pitts, 14 bucks. You tell me on him. I'm back in. I'm back in. After a couple weeks off, I'm back in on Kyle Pitts. I mean, they're just going to keep dropping his price until he's $10 by, by week 18. But uh, with the volume against San Francisco, I'm back in this week. I think you pay down 14 bucks. I like it a lot. So, because those are the main plays, right? Kittle, Gasecki, Kyle Pitts. And then you have some of those like mid range pivots. But um, I mean, everyone's going to play Kittle or Gasecki. So, if you want to get different in tournaments, just pick one of these other guys and you'll get under 5% probably. And there's Dawson Knox. Um... I like Knox too. Yeah, who should see a bump now with uh, email, but he's just a bit nice red zone target for 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 Josh Allen. There's Mark Andrews, but you know it's kind of scary if uh, Lamar um, doesn't play. He did, uh, you know, 11, 11 targets, eleven receptions last week, one hundred and fifteen yards and a touchdown against Cleveland, um, and uh, Lamar was gone for uh, three quarters of that game, I believe. So. Um, I can get behind him, you know, especially it's, it's kind of a big game. It is a big game um, for, for all intensive purposes there. So Andrews could certainly step up. I have no opinion. I, I just like Dalton Schultz. There's just too many, too many mouths to feed. Like I don't want any Evan Ingram. Uh, Zach Ertz. Yeah, maybe. And he's dinged up a little bit. Um yeah, but maybe uh, I could see that. You know, it's a hamstring that always kind of worries me. Also, yeah. you would you would think that they should be able to do it whatever way they want. But, yeah, I don't know. Um, Noah Font, Fant. Um, yeah, who cares, right? Like, just yeah. get, <laughs> Let's talk about stats. Hi, hi, uh, hi, you know, hike up the randomness on uh, yes. range of outcomes on uh, your tight end exposures and just, just play what it gives you. All right. Um, yeah, let's talk about stacks. Give me your favorite. Uh, all right, favorite stack uh, for me. It's Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams, Valdez Scantling. I think that that triple stack. You don't have to run it back. I don't think, but if you want to, I, I do like Andrews, like you said. Uh, maybe Devonta Freeman, but I, I think that's my favorite overall stack. Um, and then I mentioned it a couple times, but the Jimmy G for for a cheaper cheaper quarterback stack, uh, San Francisco. What about you? Mine's gonna be Tua. Um, Tua and I'm I'm gonna actually I think he it's just so easy to double stack him. Uh 
and just hope that the the Jets can do something. So you're, you're going to have to put some faith into Michael Carter getting some production in this game and keeping this game somewhat close because uh, I, I would go to either Devontae Parker or Jacecki or both of them. Um, so that's one that, you know, I, I could even play that in my main lineup. I probably won't. I'll probably block Josh Allen like everybody, but um, we'll see. Um, depends how I'm feeling tomorrow. Um I, I don't like anybody. I, so I, I think you've sold. I think you've sold me on 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 uh, Garoppolo. Um, God, what a week! <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it's the Falcons. So Jim and like and Jeff Wilson is inefficient. So they don't have the efficient run game. So it makes sense that the pass game would go a little bit smoother. I think Debo is overpriced. You get that little bit of rushing upper, upside. Like I also said, um, you. If you get it, if you if you hit hit this game right, if Debo has a game where he he gets running back tar, uh, carries for and you know end zone r- goal line rushes whatever and gets in the end zone and you get uh, some some nice passing targets and he's just explosive. So this is if it all breaks right, it could really help you out. But Ayuk is certainly in play too for the on the cheap end. Um, the problem is, is bringing it back. It's like, who do I bring it back? It's well, you're going to be forced to bring it back with Kyle Pitts. You could do Cordero Patterson, but they've talked about, you know, managing his, his workload now. So that's kind of scary. Maybe Russell Gage. I don't know. Um, that's, that's the gross thing about it's gross enough that to play Jimmy G, but it's also gross enough to have to then think about a run back here. Yes. Um, so uh, and I don't really like anyone else. It's so it's like I do like Kyler. I think um, Kyler's the other. He he would have been my third option in this stack segment for sure. And then again, who do you run it back with? No one. Just just double triple stack Kyler, and don't even worry about Lions. That's true, actually. It's, just let him win forty to ten, and Kyler gets all the points. All right, there you have it. Okay, so I think we're good for this week. <laughs> yeah, for this, this <laughs> week. you can you you can tell we, we we don't have much patience at this point we we prepared for like three different shows um so uh hopefully next week things will go a little smoother i think they're changing there's probably going to change some of the the rules i i don't know with the the covet protocols have you heard so much about that yeah there's a couple of announcements today so we'll see how that impacts player availability but from Reading it sounds like players will be more available, not less available. Which yeah, uh, more available. Content production is, is a good thing. Yep. Yeah, it's been a tough week for content from every angle, whether it's uh, NBA, yes, NFL. So, all right, this has been the RG DFS Tournament Takes podcast presented by Yahoo. That was Brian Jester. I am Chris Kirkwood, and we will catch you next week.